Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we seize it. Alright, we're starting it up. This is How We Seize It, episode 31. This is the How We Bruise It, first time uh, taster, first time uh, food pairing uh, that we did uh, all our own beer, all our own food. We do all our own stunts. So uh, joining me today, we have uh, a little bit of difference here is is Steve's not with us directly, but he's on the phone because he's off to get a dog. And so... He's going to start us off with our first pairing, but really quick, too, we have Sierra, my daughter, and we're joined by Renee and Jeremy and my wife, Alyssa. So that's all this. Uh, now let's uh, get right into Steve's pairing. So, Steve, uh, on the phone, tell us tell us what you brought for us. All right. Well, I have brewed up. This is my third batch. So uh, we talked about the naming of the beer last time. This is my third floor uh, batch. It's a Belgian blonde. Um, so... Belgian blondes aren't typically very hoppy, hoppy beers. They're more, it's more about the, the Belgian yeast that, uh, that can kind of define it, give it, give it kind of more of a spicier flavor. This has got a, a pretty good, solid uh, ABV. It's about a 7%. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, and this, this was my, definitely my most successful batch because my first two were kind of <laughs> <pieces> of <turd. laughs> So, so I've, I've, I've been really enjoying this one. And, uh, Already, already getting pretty thin on, on the number of bottles, even though I just started drinking it last week. So. Right. Well, that's that's what happens when you brew up good beer. Good, man. And what did you bring uh, to pair with food-wise? So these are, I made up some fish tacos. Um, I, uh, when I when I tasted it, it had a nice malty flavor that I thought would pair nice with a, a particular fish taco that I had in mind was, uh, uh, was a Rubio's fish taco. I, I uh, went, to, went to college in San Diego. You know, 30 years ago, and had one, one of the first Rubios right outside my my dorm at San Diego State, and it was a great great place that I like to go. So I look for a recipe to try to mimic a, a fish taco, and typically those are uh, a breaded fish. Right. And I knew we were doing it on the grill, so yeah, grilled tacos. Um, so uh, that's that's a little bit of a difference, but I tried to make up that tangy sauce to go with it. Right. So these uh, are like a street taco. Taco style, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody else, while you've been talking, has been tasting your taco and tasting your beer, and so uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to let them talk about it, and I think we're going to let you jump off the phone, and then you can listen to the podcast and hear what we have to say about your your delicious beer and your delicious taco, and then uh, we'll catch you later on that. I just wanted you to be able to tell us what it all came from, and while they're talking about their. Uh, their flavor uh, palettes of what you brought for us. I'm going to get to taste them. So uh, you'll get to hear all about it soon, just like the rest of the people. And uh, hope everything goes good with your trip. Thank you very much. All right. Talk, talk later. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. All right. So, first of all, for mom to actually like a beer. <laughs> yeah. It was good. Whoa. You like this one, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. Well done, Steve. Yeah, we found your style. Yeah. Also, I'd like to say Steve's taco is pretty tangy. <laughs> It's good. <laughs> it goes well with the fruity Belgian. <laughs> good match. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. 
It's all delicious. A tangy taco mm -hmm. with a fruity Belgian. Mm -hmm. Fish tacos are my favorite, so that could be uh, tipping the scales a little bit. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of um, street taco style in particular. It's never been my... I'd rather just have like old... Uh, probably Taco Bell style taco. <laughs> I know. Hello. I know. How dare I? You know, I'm, I'm well versed in uh, other cultures, but... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this has got a good taste. I love, I do love fish tacos mm -hmm. um, for the most part. I, um, this and this has some really good flavor, and uh, and I like the sauce too. The it's like a creamy sauce with a little bit of maybe chipotle or something sort of mm -hmm. like that in there. It's really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed it too. Chipotle. Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, he said he made the the pico de gallo himself, and, and mm -hmm. Steve is really one to do that. He's always. He always likes to make the the you know the condiment kind of thing or the the um, guacamole or the pico de gallo. He's really into doing those and getting his hands wet and cutting up stuff and making stuff like that. So yeah, this is a uh, a very good pairing. And let's taste the beer. So first off, I get a uh, a good smell off of it. It, it uh, mm -hmm. has almost a sweet smell to it a little bit. I was supposed to sniff it. I just gulped it. <laughs> Not everybody sniffs it's the like beer. Fine wine. You sniff it's kind of kind of something new to uh, to me, really. And, and since we've been doing the brewing, is just really getting a good whiff of it. And, and since I've been doing the home brews, and well, the, it's different about drinking it out of a cup and actually being able to smell it versus just straight from a bottle or can. You can't smell out of those. Yeah. Actually, it was it was when I went to uh, Boston and we went to the brewery there, the um, Samuel Adams, and they were talking a lot about the aroma and how it mm -hmm. changes the flavor. If you can smell it. It changes the aroma than drinking it straight out of a bottle, straight out of a, uh, a correct type of um, uh, correct type of uh, glass too. Right? Yeah, I don't like chairs without backs. Oh. He broke his back ages ago, gotcha. and it bothers him when he's has to sit any amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. Uh, so yeah, pain pain sitting is no fun. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. And then um, so yeah, this is a good beer, uh, Belgian blonde. Um, I know he struggled trying to find something to compare it to, but this is really good. Yeah, it is very. So light. third time's a charm for Steve, Definitely. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, third time. Third Definitely. floor is the penthouse. <laughs> no, he's gonna brew more, so it's not the penthouse. <laughs> it just gets better from here. And uh, from no, what he's talking to me, he, his uh, his naming convention is now gonna be first floor, second floor, third floor, mm -hmm. all the way up until. I don't know. 85th Skyriser. Skyscraper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's a really good pairing. I like that. Um, I, I, I wish he was here to talk about why he thought the, the Belgian Blonde and the taco and what, what was behind that a little bit. But um, definitely. He made a good choice, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you could tell he put some thought into it. You know, he was definitely excited when he was telling us about it. He was super excited. Um, and so it was kind of a bummer that he had to leave and not, not be able to be here for this part of it. But he's getting a dog, so we all understand. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, we can go with uh, the next one. Uh, who wants to go up? Do you, Sarah? You want to take a shot at one or Renee? Let's do the pills and the sausage. Alrighty. Which one since is we're that? kind right. of on a lighter note, so the pills is going to be the silver top all bottle. Right. So go ahead and talk about your pairing, uh, food or food and beer. So first, we're going to start with the name of the beer. We named it the Pandem Check Pills. Because we're all in the middle of a pandemic. Nice. <laughs> and this is what we chose to occupy ourselves <laughs> while we're sheltering in place. So right. it seemed appropriate. Um, and then with the, ch the pills being kind of a lighter profile, 
just like easy drinking beer. We went with a bratwurst with mustard and sauerkraut. Nice. Um, the bratwurst is pretty traditional. Yeah. I feel like a pills is pretty traditional style beer. Yeah. Um, and it can handle the the like tartness of sauerkraut and mustard. Yeah, pretty well. that's actually so, one of my favorites. I love love sauerkraut on a, on a dog mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then you can't have a brat without potato salad. So <laughs> potato salad. Nice. All right. Well, let's let's dig in a little bit and uh, get a taste here. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually taste the beer first on this one. Got a very just mild, hardly hardly a smell at all. Right. Which isn't a just bad thing at all. Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. Pilsner's supposed to be. Very clean. Yeah, very clean beer. Um, what was the ABV on this? Do you remember? About four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah. So definitely a good session. Mm-hmm. Lawnmower beers. Yeah. So I know you guys, especially Steve, is very into the all grain. You know, start from scratch. <laughs> And uh, you know, you kind of got into that all grain yeah. quickly, quit. You know, because and, it's and we, on, you know yeah. we've been doing more of the extracts, mm-hmm. and this was actually our first all grain brew today. But this Pilsner is actually a Mr. Beer kit. Oh, nice! Which is the simplest thing right. you can ever do. Well, I remember when we first started talking about this. You're like, oh, I got this this toy, and, <laughs> yeah. and I'd seen those. They sell them at like Jay Z Penny's, like mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And so I remember you were talking about that, and you were, you were kind of questioning whether or not it was yeah, even going to be see if it's worth even doing. Yeah. And so, well, I think I think this beer proves that it, yeah. it's worth doing because this is a this is a good good beer. I, like I mean, I, I very much enjoy it. Yeah, as simple as it is, it's literally they give you a can like a large soup can size of syrup, and it's the hopped malt extract. Right. So there's no additional hops hops going in, and then a couple of. I swear it's just sugar packs. They call it <laughs> beer booster to make it fancy. Oh, right, yeah. And yeah, so we're boiling up like a quart of water, a half gallon of water or something yeah. is about all it was. Barely Mix anything. in that extract, um, dissolve the sugar in there. And then since you're putting it in a plastic fermenter, you know, they don't want to give you fancy um, instructions on yeah. how to cool the water <laughs> down. So it was, it's fill the the fermenter with a gallon of cold water so that you can pour the hot wort into it without cooking, cooking the plastic, plastic yeah. mm-hmm. and then add more cold water into it to get it to that yeah you know it's, it's nothing about temperature it's like cold water boil water mix these two volumes together add yeast yeah nice and yeah well, that, and that, and easy making and easy drinking yeah i was just gonna say yep. they, they try to dumb it down as easy as they can and mm-hmm. it's a good starter kit in Yep. I mean, we jumped in feet first. Mm-hmm. We didn't. We didn't kind of put our toe in the water, which would have been a beer, beer, you know, yeah, like that. And so, um, which is kind of cool though, too. I mean, it, this it just shows that people out there can get into this without going, you know, full bore pinky out. Yep. You know, and the whole process probably took me less than an hour between starting it up and putting the fermenter away in the closet right and that's for two full wow. full gallons two gallons yeah where yeah. you know what did we just spend like six hours <laughs> yeah, for on this five. five gallon kit here mm-hmm. yeah this yeah. is a good period um what uh what was the um sausage or you just use a regular brat it's just a traditional brat? bratwurst yeah. i got the um organic chicken bratwurst from safeway <laughs> nothing good. too fancy yeah no it's very very good mm-hmm. actually i was that's why yeah. i was asking because it mm-hmm. sometimes you get a bratwurst and it's it's not Outstanding. I mean, not bad, but not like, oh my god, that's really good. And to me, this is really good. Yeah. Yeah. The whole the whole combination is a very easy to eat, very mm-hmm. easy to drink, 
mellow. This you know, and it just kind of screams summer. Mm-hmm. This also screams pub food. Sorry, <laughs> my yeah. other favorite thing. <laughs> like I could see hanging out on a on a Saturday afternoon, you know, and like, hey, you know, I want to I want to get something more to eat. You know, I just had lunch, but oh, I could I could probably put a little broad away, and and you know, dr- drink a pe- pills while I'm doing it. So excellent, yeah. That that pills is really good. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, that's that. that is like off the shelf commercial pills. Yeah, for as cheap, I think it was like twenty bucks for the recipe kit once you have the fermenter. Mm-hmm. But most of the stuff, the bottle capper. That's why I'm, <laughs> that's the main reason I haven't used it until now because I didn't know how to deal with putting it in a container. Mm-hmm. Talking to my friend the other night, turns out he was using the same kit to make beer. <laughs> for himself like every couple of weeks in high school <laughs> parents didn't know about it right but he was just bottling it in like 20 ounce and two liter soda bottles yeah that's in ingen- you know ingenious really Crazy. if you think about it because then he just looks like he's drinking a soda and his parents mm-hmm. don't even know <laughs> yeah. yeah this is really good this is actually reminds me a lot of the lagunitas pills high five um, to us yeah that's Woo-hoo. really good nice job very right. That's quite a and I didn't make the icky face. <laughs> she didn't. She, like, she oh, but wait. There's more. Oh, no, I took a second sip. She did. I would also like to point out, with my sense of humor, that we started out with a taco and moved to a sausage. So, <laughs> so we're starting this off right. Yeah. All right, Sierra, how are you going to follow that up? Uh, I think we continue with their state because I'm scared to follow that up. <laughs> um, how do you follow s- taco and sausage? Yeah. With the baby. With the baby. <laughs> <laughs> baby macaroni. <laughs> well, let's go. Um, let's see. We peer, we paired the macaroni with the with the red. So let's let's go with that one. Yeah. I All was right. Like, mm, I think All right. So. so our 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 first pairing is we went with my first beer, which was the um, we called it uh, the iso- uh, isolation amber, right? And this was a uh, Northern Brewers uh, block pie. Block party amber kit, right? So this is this was the beer kit I got with all my my first beer. <laughs> Just sorry, I realized how close I am to the mic and pouring. actually. Yeah, so we're actually doing all these beers as we go. It's not like we've tasted these and well, we I've tasted the amber. I think most of you guys have. This is the mm-hmm. only one I. Oh no, I tried the other one last yeah. night, but I had a very small sip of it. So I but this was our this was our first, um, and it is a. Um, it's, it's an amber, and it's going to be a little bit heavier. Um, as a matter of fact, when I first drank this, one of the first things I thought was like, okay, this is one you want to have with food. It's kind of a harder beer to drink just session-wise. And then, um, so uh, I let Sierra do most of the, the food side of the pairings on this. Um, and so I'm going to let her talk about why we went with what we went with. Um, because of Google. Because of Google. I uh, Googled what goes with um, an amber ale. And I saw like barbecue, bacon, and cheese, and I was like, "Well, we know what we can do with that. <laughs> cheese and bacon together goes perfectly." And that just also sounded really good. Probably was more of that in the moment, like yeah. that just sounds. Really she was like, "Well, what about this?" And she said, "You know, we're doing a, a bacon macaroni cheese." Uh, uh, and as soon as she said that, I was like, um, "Hell yeah. yeah! Why do we have to wait till Saturday?" <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I was super stoked with this one right off the top, and. Um, so that's that's what we decided to to go with 
and uh, so this is a homemade this is not out of a box all done from scratch kind of thing which you know most kids don't understand macaroni and cheese doesn't come out of a box right I mean I barely did but <laughs> it's my first time making mac and cheese dad's choice was to do the spiral noodle instead of a mac and cheese noodle or macaroni noodle not mac and cheese the elbow Mm-hmm. Because um, he felt like it would hold more of the. And I got that. From, I, I've been watching um, Elton Elton Brown Good Eats, Good Eats and uh, he had a pasta episode, and he was talking about the different pastas, and he was talking about how spiral macaroni picks up sauce better. Mm-hmm. And so, and and then you know that I just watched that like last week because I'm at home with my knee all fucked up and and just got nothing better to do than watch <laughs> shit on TV. So I watch a bunch hey. of stuff and. So I happened to watch that, and so I was like, "Oh yeah, let's let's do this spiral macaroni." Um, I'm not sure if it changes the flavor much, but you know, I've also been I've always liked spiral macaroni better mm-hmm. than elbow macaroni for some reason. It's more fun, <laughs> exactly. definitely. Yeah, um, taste wise, it's really good. Um, this is a little bit warmer would be nice. I think <laughs> it's got a little cold now. Yeah, but, but that, that's that, okay. Yeah, it, that's just what it is, but. It's got a very good texture. You also added the breadcrumbs, which is one I, I kind of sent you a mm-hmm. recipe that didn't have the breadcrumbs, mm-hmm. but we went with that one, and that, I like that a lot. It's coated in like, bacon grease, too, so yeah, it's, 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 like, <laughs> it's like... Well, you good. can't go wrong with that. <laughs> the so. bacon has a really good flavor, too. It's not just like a like regular camping right. breakfast bacon. Good choice. No, thanks. Yeah. <coughs> All right, I'll let you guys talk about the flavors of the beer. Cause oh, yeah, I I've forgot about that. I, got <laughs> I was just eating the back. got carried away with bacon yeah. and couldn't help what, you, what do you think about the beers? I know we've all tried this one, so it's it's it, for me. Ambers are more of the malty profile. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it does. I pick up a lot of the malt, but that actually goes really well with cheese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And bacon. So it's actually. I think it's perfect pairing. Yeah, and I like that crunchy bread layer on the mac and cheese too. Yeah. It helps smooth out. I feel like the strong malt when you're drinking this without food for sure. It like yeah, helps it does. like calm the mm-hmm. in your face amber flavor. Yeah, I kind of felt the same way because I know when I first cracked it, it was I was expecting just like I normally do, and like, oh, I'm just gonna have a beer tonight. When I was drinking, I'm like, oh, I really need something to go with this, like <sighs> some kind of food, you know, crackers, anything, and yeah. So uh, this is definitely to me something that definitely goes better with food. What's the name of this beer? This is Isolation Amber. Because like the last one, <laughs> we're in a isolation, and mm-hmm. you might have already said. It. I think I did, but it's it's okay to say it again. This actually was the harder one to name because I kept going through all kinds of different things. It was, you know, the Amber Stepchild and all kinds of things. <laughs> <laughs> <you know? laughs> I like it. <laughs> Which, I, uh, you know, I was like, uh, you want to be, you want to have a, to me, you want to have a funny name. Uh-huh. Like, it's just one of those things. It's like, it, when you're naming the beers, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, you could be kind of, you know, whatever. But you want to have a good, funny, standout name. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that one. That's, uh, I think it's, it's a good beer. It's probably not one I would do again, um, just in general. They're heavy. Was this an extract kit? This was an extract kit. Yeah, this was, and this was a partial boil too, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, because you, yeah, you didn't do the full like, we six didn't do gallon a boil, like six gallon. Yeah. No, it was a, it was a partial boil. Yeah. Yeah, this was the first one we did in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only one yeah, we've brave. done in the kitchen. Yeah, getting brave. Um, well, because and that was because we went uh, not checking the equipment beforehand. Yeah. 
uh, my burner what didn't work and so uh, and thankfully it didn't boil over in the kitchen no we yeah got really yeah. lucky <laughs> we, we learned how much cleanup that does yeah. but at least we're out here in the backyard where we just hose mm-hmm. it all down definitely mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah that was our that was our very first, <laughs> first first nice brew. coating of sugar here on the patio <laughs> <laughs> well at least your Rose aunts, take care of that aunts will be drunk <laughs> um yeah this was our first first actual brew and i think we talked about this when we did mm-hmm. our first uh, how we brews it podcast and uh, it, this is our first talking about what it came out flavor-wise mm-hmm. and stuff. And it, it is a good, you know, this is one the first one I've handed out to people. You know, I gave one to a bunch of people I work at. And everybody's come back and said they liked it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what you would really do if a beer was bad and someone gave you a free beer. Would you really tell them, like, hey, that was shitty. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> so, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt. He's trying to poison me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they might be like, mm, just not my style. We'll give you this grain of salt. So when I had couple friends over the other day and we had your red caps here uh-huh. and my pale ales yeah they wanted nothing to do with my pale ale <laughs> they wanted your red caps okay really? the isolation amber yeah nice. and our pale ale was that hair of the jer bear yep. hair of the jer bear which i haven't tried yet that i have that's yeah, not i have those at home no. it, but it's in the we have them at home i just yeah i haven't i, I wasn't sure once again so this is only the second time i've had beer since yeah. my surgery and the last time was Got our it. last beer pairing um, so uh, I'm just getting back into the game. Um, I'm gonna take it slow, you know. Take my, my rookie year or uh, my red shirt year. <laughs> Can I take my time back getting in the game? But uh, so yeah, I, I will get a taste of the the hair of the jer bear, which sounds really gross if you think about it. <laughs> right. I want to put some hair bear in my mouth. <laughs> it turned out pretty good though. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I I'm might be biased, but it turned out pretty good. All right. So uh, that was our first one so now we're going to move on to the second of Renee and Jeremy's pairing. So we um, we made a Sierra Nevada clone mm, which we right. are calling Max Peak. Nice. Because a couple of Valentines ago I symbolically adopted a black bear for Jeremy from um, performing am- animal welfare Mac the bear organization and his name was Mac he was mm-hmm. a black bear so instead of being generic and doing Sierra Nevada, we went with Max Peak. Alright. Um, so That's awesome, yeah. Having having a having a meaning behind the name mm-hmm. is it's really cool too. Especially because it gives it gives a little bit of flavor to, to what you're doing, you know. It's not just oh it's a beer, it's it's like yeah. no, it's a beer, but that's Max beer and you know Yeah. It's a special beer. Yeah, so that that makes it awesome. So cool. it's been a little while since both of us have had a Sierra Nevada. Um, I mean, we've always liked them. It's kind of like the fallback good old beer that we know right. we're going to yeah. like. It's like the go-to. But since we've got so much good beer in the area, trying oh, to try right. everything that even sounds interesting, you don't always get to your go-tos very often. So this is going to be our go-to, but we haven't... First of all, we haven't tried this beer you have in this front of you. This is honestly the first bottle of this we zo- we've opened. It's right, okay, that's we're awesome. We're christening it right now. That's cool, because uh, <laughs> next bo- our next bottle is the same thing. I haven't really tried it. Um, I'm... I, I'm with you on that. The whole thing about having the fallback beers, but also there's so many good beers around here to try that. I'm, I'm almost like, man, why did I start making all these good beers? Because there's all these <laughs> other good beers on the shelf that I want to try and I want to eat. Um, so okay, so with the with your your beer, what uh, what would you pair this? What did you? We've pair got this a tri-tip that's been marinating in wine and rosemary from the garden and lemon thyme from the garden and garlic. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like Sierra Nevada has got a lot of flavor. It packs a good flavor punch, so I wanted to put something with it that could like stand up to that. Punch, punch back. Yeah. So <coughs> for me, that's tr- that's red meat, 
no matter what um, <laughs> and tri-tip especially and then I needed people to eat the squash from the garden too so <laughs> I put yeah. squ- some squash with it yeah no this is uh, so I tasted the beer and um, I, I can't say that I know it tastes just like a Sierra Nevada because I couldn't pull that off you know not mm-hmm. that good but it does have a really good flavor it has um, a spicier hmm. kind of a uh, flavor than, than I'm used to in beers, but that's not... It a, does remind me of Sierra Nevada, because I always... That's how I feel when I've had them, but I can tell this thing probably needs to hang out for a bit longer in the bottle. a little yeah. Hmm. yeah, they talk about that. I know that we did a cider that um, the first time I opened it and tasted it, it was kind of like, oh, uh, yeah, so-so, but mm-hmm. we let it sit, you know, it's still sitting, and, and had it a week later, and it wasn't... It was actually better, mm-hmm. right? Um, so... Conditioning in beers and, and alcohol definitely helps, so maybe maybe that's the case. Mm-hmm. But it is, I still, I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, it has a, um, not a spicy, hot spicy, but it, like, um, just, uh, it kind of, you, you know, when they talk about spices for like pumpkin pie, you, you don't think hot, and, but mm-hmm. you, you get those, that's like what it is. Like nutmeg and cinnamon, yeah, that's yeah, reminds a me of, of and I, I just can't, you know, English that, <laughs> so... It's, I'd say Sierra Nevada esque. It's not quite Sierra Nevada, but you can kind of tell it's in there. It's <laughs> in the little, mountain range. A little raw. <laughs> yeah, it's a little raw. It's but not the same mountain, but not it's bad. in the range. Yeah. Well, that's because it's Max Peak. <laughs> Definitely enjoyable, though. Yeah, and it goes really, it does go really good with steak. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really good, yeah. This is also my first time ever cooking a tri tip, so. Um, I'd say, Jeremy, it's it's still your job <laughs> from now on. I always do the marinade. He always does the actual throw Cooking. it on the barbecue and flip it and know when to take it off. I'm not good at that. Yeah, you did great. That's yeah. actually really good. Um, for me, I like it a lot. For one, it's not pink in the middle, um, and that's just one of my... That's what you would have got if I cooked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was bummed, actually, when I sliced into it and it wasn't pink. I was like, oh, no, I overcooked it. No, you did. Actually, I think you did just right. <laughs> You. Okay, right. so you're gonna definitely gonna get the end cuts next time I cook one of these. Well, and, that's, and that's actually what I usually ask for because I know I'm, and, it, and it's mm-hmm. it's not even a flavor thing; it's more of a mental thing. Uh, when I was brought up, it's just one of those is like mm-hmm. if you can see pink, it's not done. So yeah. my, you know, my mental thing with with food is like, yeah, you it, is it is it burnt? And I think it gets more. So, um, which we always, you know. I take the food off the barbecue for the family while mine's still on there for a little while longer, and we're we're getting closer to it. Um, I have eaten red meat, you know, pink, but mm-hmm. it took a lot and made me go, oh, okay. If I get sick, I'm kicking someone's ass. So, yeah, no, this is this is a great pairing. It really works together, mm-hmm. and the fact that you hadn't tasted the beer mm-hmm. is is, uh, is an interesting. We were crossing our fingers and hoping for the yeah. best. Yeah, it's kind of just. Steak, I know, goes with a good Sierra Nevada, so I hope this is close enough. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, that worked out well. Well, that, and we don't have hardly any hair of the Jer Bear left. <laughs> we, it was apparently good enough that we've given away and, and drank most of it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still have the six pack at home, but I haven't, I haven't tried it yet. But That's what I'm finding the most fun about this is, what's it cost me? 50 bucks, 40 to 50 bucks to make five gallons of beer? Yeah. I don't want to drink five gallons of beer, but I want to make another batch three weeks later when I pull it out of the, the fermenter. Right. Yeah. So, like, having fun. It, like, do you, you, do you want beer? Here, have yeah. free beer. Bring me back the bottles. 
that's the biggest part what I found right now is like bring me back the bottles yep. and you're like no, you haven't brought me back the bottle you don't get no more beer <laughs> bring me back the bottle yeah this is good or or a similar similar yep. bottle is yeah, fine yeah but so there's not all bottles are equal. Yeah. No. Give them that's why bottles with a list of acceptable bottles. <laughs> yeah. You take this brand, this brand, and this brand, not yeah. these. That's where I'm really excited about putting this batch that we brewed keg. today into the keg yeah. and getting that going, and no bottles necessary. <coughs> mm-hmm. Bring yeah. me a growler, we will fill it and send you on your way. You, <laughs> you provide your own glass, yeah. and I don't have to worry about it. Or drink it. it here and hang out with us, that's yeah. cool too. Yeah. Pour a pint I thought, I thought about that too. That's kind of where I was like, oh, doing the keg, you kind of lose that, oh, I can share with friends a little bit, but no, there's growlers. Yeah. And you can even... Everybody can, in town here already has growlers. Yeah, let me where we live. Everybody everybody I have so many growlers. I gave growlers away right. at her birthday. Mm-hmm. And you can still fill a bottle and cap it right from the, the yeah. tap. So, uh, but that's if they bring the bottles now. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make them bring their own caps too, pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> right. PYOMB. Bring All their right, own bottle. Cool. So I will say, though, one thing that's been interesting throughout this whole process of us all learning how to make beer... I've learned that the profile does change the longer it's in the bottle. So, like mm-hmm. Hair of the Jare Bear, yeah. when we first tried that one, it, that one felt a little raw, too. It mm-hmm. tasted a little raw. It was good, but, like, it just wasn't there. And then a week later, it was we were drinking it like crazy. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was one of my favorites. Well, good. I got a whole so, six-pack in there that's been aging. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should be about right. Nice. So drink that before this, and by the time you get Perfect. to this, it'll be ready. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, we felt the same way about the amber too. Like the second time we tried, yeah, like, definitely oh, the amber, definitely. And and I think it even got better now that it, and that's been almost a month. Um, I think it even settled out a little bit better. So, which leads us to our last beer. Right, we opened our last beer. Like, like you guys, it's now the day to open it. We opened one last night, and I had a few friends <laughs> over, so we all had like a little sip of it. So I don't really have a good idea of what it tastes like but we had a sip I had so a, what's your opinion when you say it's our day to open it how long has that been since you two weeks okay i've, so I've been very is, stickler is, yeah so this is like 10 days yeah i've been very okay. stickler on the two week kind yeah. of thing um so 10 days it's carbonated and i think yeah. two weeks is about right for getting the flavor right yeah. or yeah. i guess sunday would be two weeks Right, so we're so one, we're one day shy, day. but, but I, I try and get there. So I did have a, a sip of this, but I was also on pain meds, so I have no idea what I'm getting into. Right. Um, which is, is so it's kinda, like you're trying it for the first yeah. time. So I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. Um, this was our uh, stoked clone from. Um, oh, I'm from the excited about beverage this. people, and then we did this with um, right. the okay. Amarillo uh, hops. And so we named this one, What's the Dilio Amarillo? Because if, if you've listened to this podcast, you have heard how many times I've said Amarillo and you guys have laughed at me because it's wrong. We're still laughing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. That's so um, that's, that's the name of this beer. And this is a uh, IPA clone. Um, Stoked is a hen house brew where they do, um, they actually do a single hop variation every quarter of the year they change it out and then they and it's out right now they do what's called super stoke where they have all of the hops and so um it's a very cool way for them to say like you can try this one and this is how you can tell what this hop kind of tastes like because they keep the grain profile the same and then sierra came up with a great pairing for this so sierra tell us about that. um well i just looked up because we had no idea what it tasted like i'm like okay what is amarillo hops and it's supposed to be like a fruitier has orangey citrus mm-hmm. flavor so i was like okay let's pair maybe something that's orangey with it so it's an orange like teriyaki marinated chicken mm. 
Nice. Dig into that. I'm excited. Yeah, so that's why we chose that. <laughs> so yeah, we um, we pre-cooked these um, after marinating for a while. And Sierra did all this marinade um, all from scratch, um, which was really cool. I usually just, you know, go buy a bottle off the shelf. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, just go buy a bottle. And I was like, but we have all the ingredients <laughs> to make it. <laughs> I'm like, damn you children. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, I, I, we've done a lot of these kind of marinades with chicken. It's one of my favorite ways to do chicken and stuff like that. So, um, and then we, you pan fried these, right? I did. You were thinking about baking it. I was like, I think I was hoping for a crispier feel on it. Almost like, um, crust. Yeah. Barbecued almost mm. feel, but. Oh, that's got a good flavor. Mm hmm. It's like, I, these are the oranges I juiced also. So it's like fresh juiced oranges. So this chicken is pinky out. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I suddenly feel really inadequate. <laughs> That's okay. I mean. I did not do that for our parents. <laughs> That's okay. No. This so was my only job. So <laughs> yeah. I like had to do something. Sorry. Yeah. That's a really, really good meat. That, that chicken is super mm -hmm. good. I'm, I'm really stoked yeah, about super that. Yeah. Super tender. Oh, good. I was worried. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know if I'm overcooking it because I don't cook meat a lot. And so I was like. Mm, no, that's, that's good. really, really good. That did, did a good it. job. Well, so thank now, you. I enjoy the beer too to that so now to taste this beer and see mm -hmm. see uh, see what it what we got going here first thing I notice is is it got some good carbonation for mm -hmm. one um, it, I'm not getting a big citrus smell off of it but I am getting a almost a uh, I'm getting that hoppy smell off mm -hmm. of it which is good Definitely. I mean, and uh it's got a good flavor. It's not too bitter, but it still has a, a good bitterness to it. My friends were like, this is not, like, I've never had anything like this. Or like, they, they were saying it was almost earthy, but like not earthy. <laughs> I, they couldn't figure out how to describe yeah, it. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Like, there's something when you just, kind of like when you're doing a whiskey taste and you take a little bit and then you breathe in a bit. There's, yeah. there's something going on at the back of my mouth there. It's just this, it, kind of like an earthy, bit but it's really it's really good i think yeah. it's like the grapefruit and the orange like just kind of sitting there yeah. but it's not like the citrus flavor it's just kind of like see yeah. when, I, when i hear earthy first things i think of is dirt floor <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> floor. and i'm not getting that flavor but i know what you're saying it, it has a uh, it's like yeah it's kind of like you know like when you're standing by the river at night and that kind of mm -hmm. like cold feel coming by yeah this is actually really good yeah it has i feel like when i sip it i really enjoy it but as i like it sits there. I feel like I'm breathing it out mm -hmm. almost. Like it like really sits with you. It lingers. Yeah. It's yeah. a little heavier than I was expecting it to come out um, from a stoked. And I've only had stoked one other time and it was a centennial. Mm -hmm. um, so I can't really compare it directly like, oh my God, this is so close or so far off. Um, but I, I like the flavor. And, and so, I mean, my next, my, my next brew, I think is going to be the same kit with just a different hop. And so I kind of like the idea that, you, you know, if, if this is the base and the hops just change, I could see that this this is good. It's it's a little maltier than I was expecting for mm -hmm. a, uh, an IPA. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that was on purpose or because of the way I brewed it, you know, um, which will be interesting to see if we do that same kit again mm -hmm. with a different hop, if it changes it any way other than, you know. Do you remember the, the hop? profile um, yeah when you were doing the boil. so it, it the um it had a 60 minute boil and this was the only hop that wasn't uh the amarillo um it was uh the pearl pearl yeah 
and then it had a, I believe, a 30-minute uh, flame out, and then it had two dry hops. So it was like one ounce at 30, one ounce, one ounce of flame out, and then um, like a two ounce dry hop, okay. if I remember correctly. Um, so, yeah, so it the the Amarillo doesn't really give it hardly any of its bitterness. Um, that all came from the pearl, um, and I think that's the one thing that stays standard in mm -hmm. in all of those is it does its bitterness from pearl and the the. The other hop is supposed to give it its flavor profile and, and uh, aroma and stuff like that. So, but not a bad beer at all. Um, what do you think of that one, Alyssa? You're talking a lot, so. I, I'd like to go back to the third floor. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I have to say, I think that one was my favorite too. Yeah, that third is floor. my favorite of all these. Really? So far. I like your guys's um, paleo, and that was my oh, your first favorite. one. The pills, yeah. the pills, not the pills. That pills. was my second favorite. That was drinkable to me, which is also a shock. So <laughs> when Steve hears this later, his was our favorite. Mm -hmm. It was the third floor Belgian ale. Mm -hmm. It was Belgian. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know what? That, I'm assuming because it was Steve, it was an all-grain kit? Yes. Steve has <laughs> not done anything um, but an all-grain kit except for floor, which was a brew in the bag. Okay. And so he... Um, that turned him off of brewing the bag kits right away. Well, and <laughs> not all grain from that. And, and Floor was also like a, a one gallon kit, mm -hmm. so he was so excited to get going and doing this. He was like, I, I can't wait to do this five gallon kit. I'm going to do this one gallon kit, and um, you know, he's like a kid in a candy store. You know, a kid that gets to open a present on Thanksgiving instead of waiting for Christmas, kind of thing. And so that's what Floor came out from. Um, but he, you know, he gets so excited and he puts so much research into what he wants to do. And the funny thing is, is he even told me, he's like, with, with the Belgian Blonde, he's like, I know it's supposed to be kind of citrusy and I know that's what you really like and stuff. So he wasn't brewing that for himself. He was brewing it for other people. And that's, I think, he's doing on all of these for the most part. And it, which, you know, just goes to show what kind of guy Steve is, is, you know, he's not, he's brewing because he enjoys the process yeah. But he's brewing stuff for other people, and that just, you know, goes to show that, that that's the kind of guy Steve is. Um, where I'm brewing stuff, like, I want to know what these hops taste like. I don't <laughs> yeah. care what you guys think. <laughs> See, I'm kind of, I'm a mix of the two. I'm looking to collect all these recipes and kind of get an right. idea of what's going on. So I'm buying all these kits that have recipe packs, so we can go back, you know, make my own little Betty Crocker cookbook here. Right. But yeah. Five gallons is more beer <laughs> than I want to drink in like of one three, time. Three, three weeks before I get to make another five gallon yeah. batch. So yeah. I'm having fun. <clears throat> That's why I have fun. Like we all make a five gallon batch and let's swap here's six packs, yeah, so I don't like, have to drink it all the same. And we right, get some variety. Really and I'm just giving it to friends. I'm like, hey, have some free beer. <laughs> bring me back some bottles, and we'll yeah. give you more free beer. And to do that, you have to make a beer that people like. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah. I think in, in all, every one of the beers that we've had, and, and um, even Floor wasn't so bad that, I mean... It wasn't a dump-out beer? Yeah, it wasn't a dump-out beer. It wasn't something I would give to anybody for Christmas, and I think Steve would agree. But every one of these has been like, hey, this is a decent beer. Like like my the, the Isolation Amber, I gave uh, guys at work at um, a bottle of that each, and uh, every one of them came back and said it was, you know, they liked it and stuff like that, so... Um, I agree mm -hmm. with you. It's kind of fun to kind of you know share these beers with other people and get their takes on it, and and that's part of the fun. I think that's um, the best thing mm -hmm. I've liked about starting this up with you and Steve, as opposed to starting it by myself, is 
we're learning three times as fast as we exactly. would otherwise. I was going to say the same thing, and, and we all have different um, like pinpoints we're going towards. Like mm-hmm. Steve is very into the gear and the process and and the all grain and, and you're kind of more into like i want to i want to do these recipes and and kind of mm-hmm. learn the process and i'm kind of all over the place except for like i really want to know more about hops like for some reason hops funny, i was i was asking steve you weren't you weren't here yet and we were doing something about the mat the strike water temperature <laughs> and the mash temperature and how much water and i was asking steve and he says i don't know noah's the only has done all the research on that so i can't answer that question <laughs> You all have your own specialties mm-hmm. yeah. within the same process. You guys need to phone a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and I was bummed that I couldn't be here. I mean, I, I'm I'm dealing with, like, I'm on a time limit before my leg kicks in and go, hey, day's over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and because of the last couple of days, I've noted that, that time, and I wanted to be able to do this podcast without, you know, being in pain. So I, I decided to skip out of the first mm-hmm. part of the brew and... Not that it was going to be much use on one leg. And like I said, Sierra did all the leg work with the food for this one. She so walks in the kitchen every once in a while. You need any help? No. <laughs> okay. I covered the cheese when you were shredding. Yeah, yes. that's that's our job. We learn that as husbands. We walk in when we know there's nothing you to do. You cut the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> she cut it. I cut it. Yeah, she cut it. I just left it. it on the counter and so she puts it <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I would say that was a very successful... Yeah, I need to go get more food. Yeah, uh, yeah, the food was great, and and I know if people listen to this podcast, that's all fun and games, but I can't taste any of that, you know. But this was more for us, and we're having fun. I hope you enjoyed listening. Um, We we may do another one, depending on. uh, Hopefully, we'll get some feedback. I have gotten zero feedback on any podcast, so (laughs) I'm not going to hold out. Except for chewing in the mic. Except for chewing in the mic. uh, That was from my buddy Bo. And then there was a lot of clinking probably for this one. Um, But you guys need to do one where non-brewers, like a a group of non-brewers, are doing your taste tests. Oh, we could do that. Bring some friends in. Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. Mm -hmm. And and that's actually one of the things I've always wanted to do with this podcast is bring in as many guests as possible. As much fun as this is for me and Steve to do, like we love doing this podcast because it's kind of like our hangout time. Having guests is is really cool, and so um, yeah, I'm down for that. That would be fun. We we could do that. You know, and Renee could... was like, "Why can't I go mm-hmm. to one?" Yeah, Renee was all. Uh, Renee. Renee, yeah. <laughs> I'm Renee, Renee. Kincaid. <laughs> yeah. We know um, another Renee. Yeah, um, actually, our martial arts instructor Renee Rowe. She'll probably never listen to this, but I, her boyfriend might. He might. So yeah, she did seem jealous when she saw you post this on Facebook. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, she might be down for one. And, um, you know, there, we're, we're all lo- always looking for more fun stuff to do, too. So it doesn't have to be beer-related. doesn't have to be food-related. It does have to be entertaining. That's all I'm going to say. So um, if anybody has ideas and want to be guests and you listen to this, Steve's not here to give you the, the rundown, but do you remember it, Sierra? H-W-S-I dot... Podbean.com. That's it. <laughs> I'm like just trying to say it in my head. And yeah, so that's our that's that's where the I website where you can go up. find the podcast. Uh, we're also on Apple. Um, we're on Stitcher. We're on what's the other one? I just felt like a three year old when someone asked the question. <laughs> we're on you iTunes, like, Stitcher, okay. and Here's one other answer. one. I can't remember. I'm trying to get on Google. Haven't got there yet. I don't believe. Um, and then uh, find us on Facebook. Uh, like. And, uh, and subscribe and all the things and if you want to email us 
It's at the.hwsi.podcast.gmail or at gmail.com. Uh, never mind the motorcycle that went by. They're not part of this podcast. <laughs> Bastards. <Crashers>. Anyways. <laughs> All right. And I think that's it for us. So uh, thanks for Jeremy, Renee, Sierra, and Alyssa with the little bit she put in for joining <laughs> us today. It's and still council, Alyssa. Yeah. yeah. And go ahead and say goodbye, everybody. Bye, Bye. everybody.